0: Hello, hi John. I'm Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we oh, have fun, don't we? we. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> nice to hear from you. Ooh. Ooh, it's Ooh, nice my. to be heard. Well, yeah, it's been you a while. Oh, thanks you too. Yeah, beans. Yeah, it's yeah, mm. yeah. God, you've become quite a performer. Well, thank
1: you. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. That's a that's a compliment. It is a
0: compliment. I yeah. can say yeah, you're quite a character. There's all quite kinds a character. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're quite a performer. A lot of balls in the air. Uh-huh. 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 How's not your balls? As, <laughs> not as many
1: balls in the air, actually, as, it, as, it, as in times past, right? I got mm-hmm. so I got quite
0: a few balls in the air, more than most. I think I think that's laudable. Mm. I think it's laudable. I think people got too many Thanks. balls, too much air. Oh, you know, people aren't meant to
1: communicate with each other. No. No, you know, you and I talk once a week and that's, that's nice, but that's about it. You know, this mm-hmm. is the thing with, this is the thing with the internet. I don't know if you've heard, but the internet's in crisis. Hmm. Oh no, what happened? Well, people aren't meant to communicate
0: with each other. We thought it was a great idea. Remember? Didn't it seem like a great I idea? Feel, I feel like I do. I feel like yeah. I do. It was a while back. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the notion that we should be communicating with each other uh, a lot of that came along before we actually started communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think we kind of saw how that turned out.
1: Yeah. It used to be hard. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, wow, we should make it easy. And then we did make it easy. And oh, the things we used to say, sitting around the cafe, wow, mm-hmm. once there's an internet and we can all talk to each other,
0: yes. oh, the things we'll do. Yeah, and now su- subtle arguments. Mm-hmm. You know, look up look mm-hmm. up the names of uh, of actresses and Ooh. and who they used to be married to. We can still it's, do that. It's nice, but I mean that is a form of communication in some way. But we talk to each other too much. Yeah. I think about too many things too often, and too many of
1: us. Too many. Too 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 many of us. Too many of us. Too many
0: of us. so many of us. Yes. Yes. Too, yes. Right.
1: Mm. it's interesting that you mentioned
0: uh looking up actresses i look up actresses all that's basically all i do I, at night when i watch watching tv with my family i'm watching tv but mostly i'm just trying to remember what somebody was in well i, I was thinking of that I, I do that all the time where i'm like huh huh i think that's the woman who's in this one sketch and i think on i think you should leave and then i go look that person up and i see what else they've done and then that leads me down a, a kind of uh if you like a rabbit rabbit trail
1: Well, you and I use, use uh, media differently as we've discussed Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and I don't generally, now this is going to, this may shock you to your core. Oh no. Okay. I generally don't care what they were in before.
0: Oh, you should live with my
1: family. I generally don't. (laughs) If I see somebody that I've seen uh, in a different thing, super duper don't
0: care. (laughs) And And then it's so, it's so, it's so gallant to me because I go, I go, Hey, you see that guy, the guy, Ronan, the accuser, Ronan, the accuser is also the guy in Halton catch fire. And, and then my daughter says, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't watched Halton catch fire. I said, yes, you have. You have seen this guy. I said, he's also an elf in Lord of the Rings. Uh, And I showed her a photo. She said, Oh, that guy. And that's all I get from that. Yeah. So you should Mm -hmm. live
1: with my daughter's mother. Oh. Uh, we've seen, uh, there's a lot of reasons. Never sent me those maybe, photos,
0: but th- <laughs> does, she, maybe does she continue to dress like do a Donald wife, We do a little
1: wife swap, but <laughs> she, <laughs> she, she loves <laughs> to do exactly, she would love this conversation maybe with you. Maybe we should get on night.
0: the uh, internet and communicate. Yeah, it's like,
1: oh, that's the person that was it's the one thing. I'm sorry, John, John just to be clear, it's
0: not, a, it's not a wife swap, it's a family swap. Family and swap. connotations are extremely different.
1: You're right. You're absolutely right. Family Swap. And that should be a TV show, Family Swap.
0: Oh, it oh, kind of was, yeah. was it? Think wasn't it? I it was. TV show? See, too much communication. Family see, Swap. I'm going to capture that. And, okay. and, oh, and
1: the guy from Family Swap
0: was the guy that was in uh
1: oh, he was you in Happy know. Days. He was he in was the was thing. He was Melf's little brother.
0: I remember that, Donnie Most Jr. Jr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember no, I that. Don't, I, he goes I don't. By don't Don now. I don't do yeah. that.
1: When I see a TV show that I like, or when I mm-hmm. see a celebrity, or when I listen to a music, or when I hear a news, I uh, I will I will often, of course, do a dive on the person and uh, and follow follow the trail, follow the internet trail. What's the story with this person? How did they do yeah. this? Where are they coming from? What's their... What is it they...
0: This is just a flashbulb. It's a moment in time. What else, is,
1: what else is going on with this person? What else is going on with the person? I go look them up. But what I was thinking about the other day, it, and this is... You know, this is... I, I don't think this is going to shock you to your core, but okay. I was realizing... A lot of the people that I look up, you you look them up and and then it says, you know, they were married three
0: times or they were married five times. A lot of people in show Wikipedia business. likes to put that in a little side rail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Married five times or whatever. Almost um, a and lot of then, people got divorced in the 70s, from what I can tell.
1: They did. They did. And there are people who've been married who, who were married for two years and then two years and then two years. And then the fourth time they were they were married for 25 years. Like they got it right. They finally figured it out. Mm-hmm. But I always, of course, then want to look at all their spouses. Who were these people? Where did mm-hmm. they come from? What were they all about? Or especially if a spouse has her own
0: uh, or his own, uh, yeah. Uh, Wikipedia it, it, is it, is it no is it no link? Is it red link? Is it blue link? Because blue hmm. link means they might be kind of famous too. Sure, and then
1: you go, and then you, and then sometimes you realize, oh well, wow, you know the. The, the celebrity, the person I was first looking up, they married up. Like, it turns out John Taylor of Duran Duran, uh-huh. his second wife, his first wife was a, was a beautiful Danish model. They, that relationship didn't work out. His second wife was the woman that started Juicy Couture. That you mean put the,
0: what word, the what, put on people's bottoms said juicy? Ju- the
1: word juicy on people's bottoms.
0: I had no idea.
1: Is that in English? Is that in English? No, I don't think so at all. I think it's American. And not only oh. that, but she's like 10 years his senior. So at some wow. point, when he was in his late 30s and she was in her 40s, he was like, You juicy lady, are the uh-huh. are the one for me. And she's gotta be richer than uh, than Croesus. And also Are they still together? Yeah, they still they're like- still together. And oh, they, they I love and they, that. And they cut a, a, a very striking couple. It turns out Nick Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Nick he was Rhodes, the keyboard player, right? He was the keyboard player. He married a girl. He was only 20 years old, and they were already the biggest band in the world. He met an American on a boat, a cruise ship, or some kind of party <laughs> on a yacht. Her name is Ria. And she, no, her name was something like Shoshana. She oh. was the daughter <laughs> <Very> of Jewish <laughs> Yeah, she was the daughter of the uh of some kind of like Iowa department store magnate and they met on a oh. yacht. She's just like a like a Jewish American princess who from a from a department store family in Iowa and yeah. he's like you're the one for me and she oh, was all, and she was a foot taller than he was or what? What? Maybe not a full foot. Anyway, huh. So I'm really, you know, I, this is something that I enjoy. I'm, I'm reading about people. I'm reading about their their spouses. And then I realized. Yeah. I've never been married. And as a consequence, I don't, ha- if you look at my Wikipedia, I don't have any list of spouses.
0: <laughs>
1: and if you were somebody who was like, well, I'm going to look up John Roderick and see what he's done what he's been doing that whole side of my story
0: is just gone it's not there it didn't uh, uh, um, wikipedia there's a lot as i understand it anyway is a lot about like reaching a certain bar and if you go and read the talk page behind anything that's that's where all the real fun is happening is on the talk page Mm -hmm. um and so but for the bar in this instance is well you have to be famous enough i don't know what the current rule is but like i think you have to have been on tv at some Mm -hmm. point mostly. But anyway, and there's another bar that you're telling me about now, I think, which is spouse. Spouse. So what about like long? Okay, if I look up Lee Marvin, am I going to see that Michelle Triola Marvin was a longtime companion? If not, John, does a common law spouse count as a spouse on Wikipedia? So somewhere,
1: I think somewhere at the level where your level of fame axis is high... And the level of, uh, fame of your, of your partner is high or that the relationship is well enough known and prominent enough in the world Okay, that, yes. it, that it would, that it would warrant a, an asterisk long time uh-huh. partner. Uh huh. But in my case, right? Like, like there's never going to be on my Wikipedia page,
0: millennium girlfriend. Well, not on the official week. That could be a Wakia thing. But if I had, if we'd been married. I get it. I, now, no, no. Okay. Now Lee Marvin, I think I picked probably too extreme of an example. According to the uh, <clears throat> Lee Marvin internet science page it says here that he was married to a woman and divorced, uh, that he was married to a woman in 1970. But Michelle Triola, who uh, does have a blue link, it says partner, like partners, partners. Uh-huh. partners Michelle Triola, 1965 to 1970 now there's another bar which is like you'll sometimes see some jazz like yeah. let's say let's say you're an lgbtq um person like you'll see some jazz where like you might see in the personal section that the guy who plays guillermo on what we do in the shadows is out as is out as queer i don't think it mentions people that he's been partners with in the text because mm. if it if it get mentioned gets mentioned in the text that's a low bar i think the higher sure. bar is then you got to have a spouse if you want to have it show up in the right rail, unless you're a Lee Marvin type with a, with a blue link girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Well, so it, is it possible this is part of the process is the Wikipedia is deciding uh, which relationships are significant.
1: Well, that's the thing. But also I think the, I think there is, you know, spouse is a heavy word. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a heavy word. Right. And so like Shel Silverstein who, incidentally, in addition to writing Where the Sidewalk Ends, wrote a boy named Sue? Yeah. Shell Sil- Shel Silverstein, apparently throughout the 60s and 70s and 80s, just spent a bunch of time hanging out at, at uh, Playboy Mansion. It says in his Wikipedia hmm. that Shell Silverstein hmm. has slept with hundreds, if not thousands, of women. Ooh, that's got now, a citation? it's right there in the Wikipedia.
0: Oh, Hundreds right. if, not, if not thousands. Once a year we have to have a read the internet episode and <laughs> but, it might as well be this week. But Oh
1: wow, that's a very distinctive look. Oh, he's a, he's got a heck of a look. He's but he's bald, he's uh Yeah. Like bald before bald was bald.
0: Bald before bald was a thing and and also this is from I don't I just don't understand how they come up with these photos. This is from circa 1964. Mm-hmm. And he's got two children, dark comedy. there's his signature. That seems like bad opsec. Now oh, okay. I'm going to go down to uh, look for his intercourse. Is that impersonal probably? well i I don't remember. it was a long
1: time ago, but i but it it made me wonder, I think we've talked about this before. I almost I know almost certainly we have okay that when um when I inherited my father's photos. Uh, my dad, as, as we've discussed...
0: <laughs> and was his a, receipts and his canceled and his, checks. And his receipts and
1: his canceled checks and all of the letters from the
0: IRS. <laughs> the they're one, like, the dear one Mr. Er- Roderick... <laughs> This is our last attempt. Roderick. The, 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 heirlo- the tiny, tiny heirloom hidden in a box of garbage paper. <laughs> but
1: right? uh, Wasn't I, he famous I, for putting oh, an heirloom in garbage
0: paper? I still
1: yeah. have it all. I'll open a file and I'll be like, garbage, garbage, garbage. Oh, isn't that <laughs> garbage, nice? Garbage, you know? garbage, heirloom. <laughs> garbage, there, garbage, the, garbage. There are the, there are the p- papers for you getting discharged from the Navy. And you you were looking for those for the for the second half of your life. And now I've found them 15 Ugh. years after you died. But no, you know, my dad was a, a legendarily bad photographer, and I say that just <laughs> <clears throat> in my own opinion. No one else feels that way, because Ooh. no one else looks at things, could I guess. Could you tell but, what
0: he was photographing? Oh, yeah, well. You that's that, humanoid, that, but blurry, that kind of thing? Well, it was
1: not just that, but you know, when you, when you point a camera at something, you look through the lens, and you are, hopefully, framing a photograph in your mind. Mm-hmm. Where you are you like, what to leave oh, in, what to leave out. Yeah, you know? this should be in the picture. That shouldn't, you know. Why don't we, why don't we put in the upper corner here? Why don't we get a little lens flare? And in the bottom corner, why don't we get the fact that there's a suitcase on the ground, you know? And my dad believed that if you pointed a lens at something, it would take in all the, <gasps>
0: it would take in classic, the classic, classic rookie problem we all grew up with is somebody with the Kodak, in my case, like a Kodak Instamatic. Like, trying to think that you could shoot a landscape. And I, yeah. I, know, I know just the tiniest bit enough about lenses and optics to understand why that is. But it happens to this day. I go outside, the moon looks beautiful. I shoot it with my information telephone. Yes. And it doesn't really capture the grandeur. No. Because there's no, there's not, you don't have the context for it. The, the, it's not going to look cool the way you hope it looks cool. It's a lot, there's a lot more to it.
1: A lot more to it. And my dad was aware of that because he, because my dad liked gizmos and he went to the, to the, um, the camera store all the time. And he had a collection of seven expensive lenses and two Canon AE one programs. And he didn't know how any of it worked. And he didn't figure out how it worked. He just pointed the lens at things and believed it was a vacuum cleaner that would suck up all of the, the, uh, all of what he could see. And then when he would get his photographs back ten days later, uh, he would—I don't know what he saw when he looked at the photos. Honestly, I don't know when he looked. When I looked at the photos, I was like, "That's the photo. <laughs> that of all the things that happened that day, this is the the moment you captured, or this is the way you framed that that moment." But so I inherited all these pictures. I still don't know what to do with eighty percent of them because what they really—they just—they belong in the shredder, except. <laughs> in a lot of cases, they're
0: 50-year-old year photographs now, and, and that... You never that... know what future technology is going to bring. You know, I, I often think to myself, there's things like that where, you know, uh, and I admit, this is a little bit of my, my Borges uh, prejudice of, like, thinking about, is, is some kind of crazy thing going to happen in the future that enables something that seems impossible right now? For example, in the 70s, it might have seemed nuts to think you'd have a phone where you communicate with anybody in the world... And you kind of wish you could. And then once you got it, you wish it never happened. Could there be something where those photos you run, Google comes up with some service that they run for up to six weeks where you run it through a dingus and it uh, goes, here's the photo he wanted to get. To, you mean you could sit sit there and go enhance? See, so enhance. Now, can we give me, it would br- me a hard tr- tr- copy? Tr-
1: tr- yeah, you drink out of a square glass. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, I maybe so. And so, <laughs> I
0: don't want to. The thing t- about photographs. I love is... that sound so much. What? <laughs> 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 I don't know what's causing it. Chuck, 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 chuck. I'm still not entirely certain what's happening in the bathroom. It's, it's a, a very confusing photo.
1: It's a machine because it's the future, mm-hmm. but still, mm. still, it's act. It's an actual. Oh, it's like machine. cyberpunk.
0: I get it. Yeah, okay.
1: And something's. She's in the bathroom. She's in the bathtub, and she's got her snake. Snake. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Anyway, but
0: but, no. But it's all. It's hard, John. When we had, we get so much water damage. It's just. It's not when or how. It's just. Just water damage just happens in my life. Mm -hmm. I deal with a lot of humidity, and uh, I discovered I don't like to talk about too much because it makes me Mm -hmm. very sad. And and, and by the way, if we could come back to it this week or another week, I'm I'm going through this right now with things. Oh, geez. I've just, I have just opened mini sarcophagi in my office of things that have just been sitting there that I'm I'm paying cubic inches of rent every month for shit like thermal fax paper from the late 90s. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we'll come back to that. But in this case, it's that like like, oh, we had some water damage and mm-hmm. I have, as I learned from my sarcophagi, I have a bad habit of just grabbing a bunch of stuff and sticking it in a box and putting tape on it. Without very, very Dave Roderick kind of move in a lot of ways. (laughs) Artists happened right under under a bathtub. Apparently, it just rained bath water on this box of photographs and it turned into a single block of (laughs)
1: photographs. Mainly
0: my 90s, my 90s photos, my my college through 90s photos basically became like uh, a sad cinder block. Oh. That's awesome. But isn't there a part of you that thinks, well, maybe there'll be a life hack, and I can bake these and then put it into my uh, my Google dingus and get it fixed? I'm just saying that the yeah. existence photos yep. are precious. Yes, and God, and, God and, the Bible, and the Bible and the Bible. I just want to say to that man. I think photos can be precious, even if they're stupid and fucked up, because you Mm -hmm. never know that might be the only photo you ever have of that thing.
1: Well, and that's the thing. Maybe as you're, maybe as you're taking that block apart, you're going to find a water damaged photo that the water damage adds an element to the composition. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And then put Uh that sucker in a frame, and people will look at it and it's like, what a brilliant. And now you got a thing to show people
0: and say this is the only surviving photo of the '90s.
1: That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. And it could have been, and and if it was just in its normal state. People yeah. would have been like, why'd you frame that kind thing? But you're you like, You go, No, now you now understand it's, it's from nineteen ninety-seven. I now yeah. have proof that it existed. Well, or you could say it's a famous artist. And what they do is they take old photographs and they treat them with I a get mysterious it. process. Ooh. Right?
0: Anyway, yeah, I, but you just don't like parting with stuff so much in general. It seems to me you do yeah. a lot of like perusing and organizing and re enjoying. I'm just sitting here in a room full of sarcophagi, but that's kind of a part of your whole process, I feel like.
1: I just, I, I just decided to do a thing I had I'd been putting off for <clears throat> a long time, over a decade, which was sit down and look at all of the archives of rock show posters that I, I mean, you know, I have rock show posters that's that when they're all stacked are the size of an armchair. You know, the whole pile of, of rock show posters. Uh-huh. size of an armchair. You could make an armchair out of
0: Are they of them. rolled, folded, various?
1: A lot of them were rolled. A lot of them were flat-filed. A lot of them were, you know, they're just, they're contained in it. They were, they were flat in boxes. uh uh-huh. Took them all out, looked at them, and it confirmed a thing, you know, a kind of the, a brokenheartedness for me about my rock posters. Because I have... I have great ones that are, that are like took down from phone poles. Like I have the Nirvana Motorsports Garage poster
0: from then. This is a thing. I have a poster signed by you and other AirSats members of your band. I just haven't found the place that I want to put it yet. Yeah, that's beautiful. I have a beautiful, beautiful when things. I pretend to fall poster signed by you.
1: But the problem is, and I knew this then, mm-hmm. you know, I was a real and m a a real fan of the poster arcs the poster artist, the, um, you know, the offset printed or the screen printed, uh, uh, rock show poster. Uh I came up in that era, right? The rock show poster. And, and for many years in the nineties, I was making my own rock show posters and, and the the level, the next level up was when the venue itself thought you were a big enough deal that they made a poster for you yes and then put it up
0: around the town there's that trend in the 90s where they gone, gone back to that retro a look i grew up with thinking of as like state fair or county fair posters mm. remember where it was just like the most generic like sort of but it was like done with just regular block letters really inexpensively but it was it was super hip and it would say john spencer blues explosion or something mm. like that but but like the the having well like think about in the 60s i imagine having like a like a Pink Floyd poster from like Ugh. 1967. It'd be amazing.
1: I used to sit at Kinko's all night long. I would take a typewriter. I would write out the information for the show. Then I would take that typewritten piece of paper and I would enlarge the type by, you know, doing oh. on a copying machine. I would, I would copy yeah. it and I would 200%, enlarge 200%, it. 200%, 200%. 200%. Many
0: generations, you break it down and it looks a little bit, I won't say grunge. But yeah. it looks a little bit dirty. It's a little dirty. Then, mm-hmm. then I would cut it up and I would paste it. I would paste the the like
1: big type. And I was doing this not because I was an art genius, but because I couldn't think of another way to do it because I didn't understand computers. Yeah. And so then oh, I would lay writers, out a understand. You understand? Yeah. The typewriter. With, with the typewriter yeah. font that was all broken at this yes. point. And, and then I would put a photo on there, and then I had large, and then I would you know minimize, and I would, and then finally I would have created a poster. Four o'clock in the morning, everybody at Kinko's just standing around. And then I would say, I, bet, I, I bet you want... you meet
0: some interesting people at Kinko's at oh, four in the Those morning. were the days. I used to love going to Kinko's in the middle of the night. My friend Tony did work at a Kinko's in the middle of the night in San Francisco. <sighs> and boy, did he ever have some stories. So many stories. It's a crazy place. It's a such a... Well, it and, was. And a lot of people come in, but like, the main thing was, a lot of people... There's a lot of urgency, which I guess makes yeah. sense. Everybody's said, coming in coming ever, in. If you're, you're up at four in the morning and going to Kinko's... I mean, maybe it's coffee, but there's something that's really driving you. And you've got like you got to get the update to your manifesto out or something like that. And those folks generally need a fair amount of help with the computers and but they're apparently a I can't go four in the morning. It's my understanding, can be a very animated place. Super animated. I mean, I was over in the
1: corner just minding my own business. Leave me alone. I know how to work the copiers. Oh. And it was just a steady stream of people that would come in with some, you know, whatever, seven inch floppy disk, like, I need to get something off of this disc. Uh And like, you know, the people behind the counter be like, okay, bring it over here. Let me see. I, I used to love it there. And there were always people that were, you know, there was somebody always over at the architectural drawing copier doing God knows what those were expensive copies to Uh me. Anyway, what, what, when I graduated to the next level, which was not just that the venue was making posters, but that the venue contracted an actual artist to make show posters And then the further level beyond that, which was that your band was considered big enough that artists would, uh, would make a poster for your show as a thing to sell and they would give you some copies, but then they'd be at the venue selling these gorgeous posters. And it was kind of a, you know, it was a, it was an artist economy where what Mm -hmm. you got was some free, super cool posters. And, and then it was you know,
0: Didn't we have, that, do we have a poster for I feel like I remember assigning a poster for game changers at a table.
1: So we do have a bunch of game changers posters hmm. that we that were made for us by uh, late Harvey Danger bass player Aaron
0: Huffman. And, oh, right. right. And I pointed him out in a video the other day and told my daughter how much I like Aaron. Yeah, he, oh, he did the
1: game changers. And
0: that is a great poster. But the I remember, thing, I am trying to remember, is it very silhouette, I feel like? Uh what, what he did was he was he took
1: he took pictures of us from the internet and he superimposed us over a bunch of uh tuxedo people, and then he <laughs> arranged us as though we were walking, you know, down the hall like you two. It's it's great. And I have I still have a bunch of them because what always happened at those shows, unless you were really a major deal was that they would make 200 posters but they'd only sell 100 and then in in, in advance of the show they're like look you can only have 15 posters because the rest because at that sale. point they're
0: still precious
1: but then at the end of the show but, they're, you know it's like, it's like they say about
0: like they say about a daily newspaper like a daily newspaper has an extreme amount of value at five in the morning and a lot less value at five the next morning right and like the posters while well, you still got the scarcity and excitement of the event that however many you've got seems much more precious before the show's over. And then it's like, well, what are you going to do with these?
1: But what I noticed then, uh-huh. and it's, and it absolutely is true because now I look at it after a decade or more uh, going through the archives is that there was a, there was another, <clears throat>
0: there was another step up in oh. having posters made of your shows. Oh, wow. Which was For the, like a big marquee. This is going to be like a, like a a big name. This is a big poster. The artist felt
1: that the poster was worth that the band was worth doing a unique font for the words. Oh wow. Okay. A unique drew drew the type or drew the words rather than cut and paste some words in over a drawing they did for something. You uh-huh. know, a poster artist made a drawing of a bird. And somebody says, Hey, the long winters are playing. And the poster artist was like, Oh, cool. They took their drawing of a bird and then tapa, they, tapa, tapa. <laughs> yeah, then they put the long winters over the uh-huh. top. But, but if, but you can tell when they took the words from, you know, Times New Roman and blew it up and moved it over into the corner and then sent it off to the printer, as opposed to ones where they were like, I'm going to hand draw the words. Yeah. And if you look, if you go on and look at, and that that just burns me to say, but if you go on and look at Decemberist posters,
0: I'm looking at this one with the person in a top hat. Yeah, uh, you're you're on there somewhere. Yeah, down very
1: very far down at the bottom. It says here
0: Decemberist. It's got a lady with a parasol. That looks like a very expensive to make poster.
1: Very expensive to make. I remember when the artist brought those over to me at the merch table. And I said, I actually said to them, cause I was so fed up by this point. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, you took the time to do this beautiful, beautiful piece of artwork and you put the name of my band down in the corner so small that it's smaller than your signature, but you bring the posters to me as though it's a thing I'm going to be happy to sell for you on the, on my own merch table. Like, yeah. Hey, come over and buy this poster. Uh, and Uh-oh. My band is like how how hard would it have been to to artistically integrate the name of my band into the poster? Uh, obviously much smaller and lesser than the decembers but still in There's the one poster. here.
0: I see one here with a fella, a funny looking fellow with weird teeth flying a kite, and you yeah. are top build with the December's below you, yeah. Score with the places in the capillaries. That's a very responsible poster. I totally enjoy that. It's probably not personal letters, but but you can see that the long winners are playing, which is kind of the cool. long winners are playing on the show, right?
1: Uh-huh. But the problem is that even some of the best posters, big shows, things that I I'm really proud of. I'm proud of the show, I'm proud of the moment, but the type is cut the type is cookie cutter. It's uh-huh. it's clip art. And the art of the poster is great. Somebody really did a did a professional art job. Mm-hmm. But they
0: didn't take that extra care to make the words beautiful. I get now. Um, your your fella, your design guy, uh God, I can't believe is it Sean? Yeah, Sean. Not Wolf. Sean Nelson, but oh god, remind me the guy who does the amazing like Sean the, Wolf. The, the the weird device thing and yes, Sean yes. Wolf. Oh my god, yeah. that guy. He's he's remover installer. That's it. That's it. Which is mm-hmm. different from Lifter Puller. Yes. But uh boy, boy that guy. Uh, holy shit. And he did more than the album cover and the poster. Like he's done lots of things for you, right? He's done a lot of
1: things and he always does, or most of yeah. the time does <clears throat> wonderful words. He draws them himself. I'm I'm so proud to have his work. It really stands. And he's there amazing. are a few things, you know, there's a Mike King poster. There are a few, but there are others that are just like, Oh, I would put that right up on my wall, except the words, except the font just makes it look like somebody did it. And a goes in the middle of the night. Yeah, and I get it i get it and and there's a and there are some that are old enough that they were actually done at a kinkos that i will put on the wall cuz it, it's like that was done at kinkos that's cool but like that middle ground where it's like i'm a professional artist i'm going to try and sell these at the shows but look i got a lot on my plate right now and so <clears throat> the long witchers are not let's just be honest they're not the Decemberists. so i'm just going to kind of put this, I'm going to make this poster. It's going to be Sometimes cool. Sometimes the Decemberists are no Decemberists, but if you look at the Decemberists posters on eBay, they every one of them is just yeah. gorgeous. And it's because the Decemberists had an aesthetic, right? They were they inspired artists to do to do a a, a big ornate thing because
0: they were such an ornate band. Yeah, yeah. People love pirates. <coughs> this episode of Roderick on the Line is brought to you by Squarespace. Mm, Squarespace. You can learn more about Squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash supertrain. Friends, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform to build your online presence and to run your business. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, they have got you totally covered. And I mean it, like totally, like so covered. Squarespace combines cutting-edge design and world-class engineering, and uh, they're making it easier than ever to establish your home online and to make your ideas a reality. Isn't that a nice thing? Your ideas turned into a reality. Oh, that's Squarespace. They got everything you need to create a beautiful and modern website. See, you start with a professionally designed template, and then you use very easy but powerful drag and drop tools to make it your own. You can customize the look and feel, the settings, the products you have on sale, all this and more, pretty much anything, just a few clicks. And all Squarespace websites are optimized for mobile, and that means your stuff is going to automatically adjust and look good on every device or dingus. You can even preview it right inside the browser. It's very cool you also get uh, free unlimited hosting top of the line security and dependable resources to help you succeed there is nothing to patch or upgrade they have award winning 24 by 7 customer support if you ever need any help and they'll even let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name and it's my understanding that they will make sure that your domain name is unique if you if someone tries to sit, listen listen if someone tries to sell you a non unique domain name you walk away so i'm going to Squarespace. get a unique do- squarespace plus you'll have everything you need for seo and email marketing get your ideas out there you can do it all with squarespace turn your big idea into a website uh showcase your work incredible portfolio designs Woof. publish your next blog post promote your business you guys know all this stuff right you can also have a podcast there the roderick on the line podcast is hosted at squarespace always has been always will be so you're using squarespace right now okay what do you think about that right well you want to use it more well good Go to squarespace.com/supertrain. That's one word, supertrain, and uh, you're gonna get a free trial, a free trial with no credit card even required. They don't need; to, they're not even gonna ask you for a credit card. Just go get a get a site, squarespace.com/supertrain. And when you're ready to launch, use our very special offer code supertrain. That's gonna save you ten percent off your first purchase of a website or a unique domain name. Yeah, you, you, you gotta go check them out. They're the best. squarespace.com/supertrain. Sign it up and show your support for uh, for John Morgan Roderick. And uh, Squarespace will will get you squared away. squarespace away? Got nothing. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the Line and all the great shows. So the thing about my dad's photos
1: Uh is that, and I I absolutely remember uh, us talking about this once before, but as as Captain Marm has showed me, um, when you and I talk about something uh, and then we talk about it again many years later, the first thing that she showed me is that we actually have talked about it four or five times and it's you and I never remember. So, so
0: helpful to be reminded
1: yeah. of And she's really good at just Ooh. like stacking them up. Like, here's when you said that. And then you said it again. Mm-hmm. And I'm always proud because we, uh, you know, it's not like the, it's not like the story changes. It's always almost exactly the same. It's just that we forgot. Including it. how we forgot about it. Yeah. We forgot about it mm-hmm. and, uh, again and again. Um, I think it's very but, pure as they say. It's very pure. It's very pure because we're, because I, in my opinion, it means either that we're great liars Mm -hmm. or that we're not lying because it'd be very hard to remember the exact lie unless you were
0: really bad. Well, yeah, but also like, I'm sorry, this is, I'm not only talking about the show on the show, but you know, we're, we're, this would be almost everything that one considers amusing would become much less amusing if we had to be self-conscious about what it is that we're doing and how, you know, it's, that's not fun. I mean, no, it's not, not, it's fun. not a, it's not a skills challenge for a college sophomores. It's, <laughs> it's, we're, we're shucking and jiving here. We're having Woo. fun and like, shucking, don't crush the bunny. My dad's photos. Yeah. As I go through dad took a lot of photos, he wasn't a very
1: good photographer, not a very good photographer. He mm-hmm. and my mom divorced in 1971 ish. 70- big decade big decade for divorces and with they and they got in really early uh-huh. and there are these photos <clears throat> in 1971 i was three four i was four years old when they got divorced let's say that oh uh-huh. from the time i was four until the time i was mm, 12 um During that eight year period, my father lived many lives. He was in his fifties. It was basically Uh the decade of his fifties and he had friends and he had girlfriends and he had adventures in the great state of Alaska. He was, he was divorced and his ex-wife and two children moved back to Seattle and he was up there with sort of, he was maybe free for the first time in his life. And he loved to take photos. And so he's got all these photos of people I don't know. And in one way, they're wonderful because they're the the fashions and the
0: styles of the early mm-hmm. 1970s and the look of Kodachrome. Uh, Co- film. Kodachrome is, I, I, mean, I can clock that immediately. Yeah. You'll see a photo. I follow this account. I think it's called Sharpie. And it's a, a Twitter account that just posts wonderful old photos. There is, there's a reason Paul Simon wrote a song about it. Yeah. Like, it's got nice oh man, it's really uh, special. Yeah. Well, for that time. Wow. And also capturing that transition of where guys' hair is getting longer and yeah. women's hair remains tall and there's yeah. people who wear shirts with collars.
1: That's it. You're, you you, nailed it. Right. Because, because there are, the collars the got stuff.
0: big, but they were still collars you'd wear a necktie like a gentleman. Well, and there are long
1: sideburns, but there are still beehive hairdos of a kind.
0: A hundred percent, right?
1: Yeah, 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 big, yeah. big backcombed hair, uh-huh. and, um, and yeah, and then you add Alaska, which is like there are a lot of puffy jackets, and and weird sunglasses, and people out. She, uh, you know, uh, she'll have a beehive hairdo, but she's standing on a glacier. And it's just another whole other dimension of like, whoa, what am I looking at? You know, they were building the pipeline at the time, and my dad was there for all of that. But I wasn't a witness to it because I was a little child. Right. I don't remember any of those people, I don't know who they were. And there are clearly photographs of women that were clearly my dad's girlfriend. You can just tell by the way he pointed the lens at them and hoped that the lens would, would take in all the information. It's a a woman with a beehive hairdo standing with her hands, you know, holding a pocketbook in front of her puffy jacket, standing on a glacier. And it's like, how did this photo get taken? Who are these people? I'll never know. Yeah. Unless Google, unless I put a photo like that into Google, Google facial recognizes the person, says this was Maisie Glotz (laughs) and Maisie, and, and here are Maisie Glotz's children. Uh And, one of Mary Gottblat's children looks like they could be your younger brother whatever. You know, there's no chance. Uh-huh. And so looking at the Wikipedia entry for John Taylor, you go, yeah. all right. I know when John Taylor was in Durand Duran and he was 22 years old, he was probably having a lot of relationships, short-term
0: relationships with people.
1: Then uh-huh. he married a model and yeah. she had a baby. By the way, I think
0: he might have, he might have, uh reversed your celebrities i think it might be Shel silverstein that had a shoshana
1: oh Shel Sh- silverstein
0: probably did but but the, but the point the point stands but that no nick definitely, rhodes's, uh, big big, big nick, department store is still in evidence nick nick
1: rhodes's wife was uh, definitely a shoshana that maybe isn't her name but okay but, but, oh uh,
0: i see i see okay sorry but but you know she's a department store heiress But the technology that would make that possible would be terrifying. Well, yeah, that's you don't want to throw them
1: out because you never know. The thing is, I I don't want. Yeah, you don't want to throw them out. You don't want. Yeah, I don't want to know. But in the sense of anyone, how how do I put this on the show? On this show, which Mm -hmm. is kind of the show of record for the last decade, um, you know, I'm very coy about talking about my relationships. Uh-huh. Because you, you know, you and I are. Uh, That's a
0: need to know situation.
1: Yeah, and and it's it's okay to be coy about it. I refer to things that have happened as a result of relationships. I've I've you know I I tell stories where it feels like if you were listening very carefully to the show, you might think, "Now wait a minute, is yeah. that the
0: girl, or is that but we, the other we've girl?" We've gotten. I feel like we have. Perhaps we've discussed this a tiny bit, but I think we've gotten a little better it's one thing for us to mention our kid's name. We're trying not to be too weird about that, but also like, for example, you don't want to put various red hair girlfriends from the eighties on blast.
1: No, but if I had married anybody, right, they would, they would be in the, they would be in the Wikipedia. Yes. And if they were in the Wikipedia, then I could say Megan Mm -hmm. and it would be right there, you know, Uh, I was married to Megan from 1999 to 2006. Right. And then I would be able to talk about Megan because it would be, um, there it is. She was my wife. Of course. But in not, in not having married her, she wasn't my wife. And so, although she was as significant to me, maybe more significant than any one of shell silverstein's first three wives who he was only married to for, for two 16 months. Uh Right. There are all these people on the, uh, uh, back in the day who were married five times. And some of those, some of those marriages lasted a year or two. I just got, I, the reason I think about this is I just got a text message from a friend. I hadn't heard from in a couple of years and her text message was, well, what was it? It was, uh, Well, Land Cruiser Guy has moved on if you want to hang out. Oh, wow. And I was like, Land Cruiser Guy? Huh. I wonder who Land Cruiser... And then I realized, oh, she had a baby. She had a baby. I knew she had. I knew she'd had a baby since I saw her last. And I knew that she was making a go. She She was making a go. She'd met a guy she, she was right at them, you know, mid thirties age. She was met a guy. She was like, I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to, and here's my guy and we're going to buy a sailboat and live in the San Juans. And so, you know, and there, she didn't send me an email that was like, I, you know, I met a guy and I'm getting married. I'm going to live in the San Juans. I just stopped hearing from her. Uh And then I, then I saw tangentially back when I was still on social media. Oh, she's holding a baby on, on, on a Facebook post. Well, congratulations, Mm -hmm. like Godspeed. Yeah. And, and maybe even there were some photos with a land cruiser in the background. And I was like, there it is. She, you know, that's perfect. She met a guy, a land cruiser guy. She's got a baby now. Godspeed. Two years later, she's got a two year old and land cruiser guy moved on. Land cruiser guy has moved on and she's writing. If you want to hang out. Uh And I think what she means, I think, I don't think it's entirely possible that she's like, want to take it back up again. But I think more than that, she's just like, I got absorbed in this relationship and I, I lost all my friends. Okay. And now I have a two year old or a one and a half year old. Do you want to go get coffee? I think is the, is, is the imp- implication, although maybe our female listeners are listening and
0: rolling their eyes at me. I, I think, I mean, I don't know if that is a, as a call to like rehook up, I would guess probably not because mm-hmm. I, I think know. it's much more likely that she's starting to, and I'm just repeating you here. She's starting to like try to rebuild a life that is her own. Yes, And she's starting with some pretty sensibly, maybe with some older parts and saying like, you know, I, boy, a lot of this stuff just went away. I might as well at least go look at this sarcophagus and see if anybody's still inside. Yeah, It's hard to, it's, like with a kid, it's hard to put all that adult shit back together from next to nothing. It's very it, difficult.
1: It's impossible, right? And, and, yeah. you know, and this are so what, vo-
0: You're so wounded. You're so vulnerable. Like no matter how strong you are as a person, you're going to have, you're going to have very strong emotions. Probably. You might be angry. You might be very sad. You might just feel very lonesome. And uh, it's hard. It's really hard. So, and,
1: hard. Yeah, and this is exactly my mom's situation in 1971. Oh, she wow. had two little kids. She yeah. was divorced, living on her own. All of a sudden, no, you know, and ha- and didn't have that many friends to begin with. You know, and this is true of my correspondent this morning. You know, kind of a a, a social introvert, but but you know, so here she you know she's got a baby, and I'm thinking on on her Wikipedia page, which she doesn't have one, but if she were to have okay, one. Okay. Yeah. You know, he's a spouse. Now he it only lasted it only lasted 18 months or something. And I don't understand how you can
0: have I think a baby I, am I getting what one thing one mean. part of what you're saying, because I'm probably being a little dim, and I'm also trying to Photoshop this this picture of the game changers. But but um is you're saying like hey, the Lee Marvins are whomevers of the world. They're in relationships for five, four, three, two, one year. And they get a spouse slot. I still, and you, as we all know, John, you try to keep things going friend wise with people long after the romance is gone. You've got 20 year relationships with people and you're sitting there with your, with your dick in your hand. I got 20 year relationships
1: with people and I also have a decade long relationship with our listeners. I have a two (laughs) decade long relationship with my fans of my band (laughs) Mm -hmm. and yet none of them in the middle of the night when they are saying like, I wonder, you know,
0: I haven't looked at, at John and Merlin's Wikipedia. Oh page boy! No, no, don't do that. Look at John's. But like, oh, was John um, ever on Game of Thrones? Like, no, don't you, look at mine. you go and you look stuff up, and you're just curious. Exactly. Exactly. Is he, he the guy? Was... Is he the guy in that December's video? And it's like, yeah, yes,
1: he was. What was he ever on Portlandia? No. Is there no. a reason for that?
0: No. Amy Man was on Portlandia. She sure was. I don't know. if, I don't know if Michael Penn was, but I they... was. He was. He. Was.
1: I was standing really? around. I was oh, shit. standing around with Portlandia going on all around me you know and i yeah. and he was he was emailing me at one point why am i not on the show well I don't know. doesn't matter doesn't matter yeah. i got no bad feelings you know no, colin no, malloy no. was
0: probably on there oh he was also on parks and recreation the whole band was yes. what's his name jenny who's that girl i like jenny yeah jenny. Jenny, jenny was on it jenny. and colin jenny. was on it and who's that nice guy i met at the merch table A uh, chris 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 i no, like yeah. that guy i He's really like that smart, guy smart guy yeah mm-hmm Mm-hmm. So anyway, they so were all I, on, a, on an NBC show, but like you're, you're not even on like a w- no. whatever before, IFC, I guess probably. No, no, no. Hmm. no didn't That's make weird. Chloe yeah. Sevigny was on yeah. there. Yeah.
1: Oh, I sat behind her in a movie theater in New York City one time. How about she's I, tall?
0: Oh, Kamel nanjiani was on there. He was the guy at the phone store. Portland has had a lot of good people. It's strange that they just kind of overlooked you, yeah. especially as a, as well, as a denizen of the PNW, it just seems like a courtesy.
1: At the time, at the time, especially it's, it would have been like, oh sure. Of course here, you know, at that time, 2012 or whatever, I had, I had 7,000 Twitter followers. That was a big deal. You you put a bird on it. You've done it. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I, I feel bad, not bad. But like, I want there to be a way, because you can't write a kiss and tell, right? You can't say like, hey, I want to tell you about my last 10 girlfriends Yeah, that's or gross. whatever. You can't say like, hey, here are the people that matter to me in my life. And I want to tell you their story or rank them or, or not rank them, but like chronologically <laughs> not, not rank. Oh no, no, I know what you mean. Like, rank I mean them. Like, this what? is the best girl. It's not a draft. No, no like, <laughs> like run them, you know, like say like, here's where I've been in my life. Here are the people that matter to me. Ooh. And if I had, if I had married them, they'd be, I'd be able to talk about them. Cause I'd be able to say, ah, that was my second ex-wife. Yeah. But you can't talk that way about somebody, even if you had a decade long relationship with them, even if they shaped you, they made you Mm. it. As Mm. soon as they're gone, my daughter's going to look at my photographs one day. She'll be 35 years old and she'll be going through my boxes and, you know, and it'll just be like, are you fucking kidding me? You kept that. You kept the, the ticket stub from, uh ace ventura te- pet detective yeah and i'd lying in my bed and i'd go i didn't even see the movie i found the ticket stub on a, I found it and i thought it was i didn't want it to be lonely it didn't wa- i didn't see that stupid in this <laughs> movie well, somebody, somebody wrote, if you turn it over someone wrote their phone number on it <laughs> and she's gonna see all these photos and she's gonna go who's this girl who's this girl who's this uh-huh. girl and if if she's not interested, or if I'm not there, uh, then all of it's tears and tears rain and rain. Well, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I just feel like if mm. I could re- if I could Mormonize this situation, if I could if I could Church of Latter Day Saints it, I uh-huh. go back and retroactively
0: marry everybody. Okay, right? because the thing is, oh, it's the opposite, John. You just invented the opposite of an annulment. Exactly. Exactly. An annulment is when. So the difference between an annulment and say a divorce. A divorce is you say, "Hey, y'all are married, and now you should." Everybody agrees you shouldn't be together. If yeah, I understand just, correctly, right. an annulment is that this this marriage never happened. Never happened in the eyes of God. And you're operating. You're you're conjuring marriages of days past. Yeah. The reverse, reverse, which needs a better name, but that's a great idea. Do you know where you'd start with, with Megan? Where do you start with something like that? Well, that's the thing. I mean, Red i, I would a doctor. No, I never would have married Kelly. Although,
1: mm-hmm. you know, maybe if it was 1860, I would have, but no, mm-hmm. I would have married. I mean, I think my first wife would have been Ellen. That relationship, you know, if I had been, if I was Lee Marvin, huh. it would say my first wife was Ellen. I, we married in 93 and the we dev- did. The woman dances on TV?
0: No, no, no. Okay. Dan- dances on TV. Oh, the is married to Portia? De... No, never mind. It's no, not different. Ellen DeGeneres. No, no, no is what not, you're not that Ellen. She's done Ellen. a lot in comedy in the past. So
1: Ellen, Ellen had Ellen had eyes like a wolf, like like right like like crazy clear blue eyes. She was very tall. She wore her hair very short and dyed it black, and she had an elegance that was unusual in Seattle at the time. <laughs> she she had a <laughs> I knew, she, well, no shade, no lemonade, but she walked walked, (laughs) these other fucking monsters she walked very erect and very slowly Ellen had this ability she's dignified oh she walked so slowly she was from Boston Uh she was from Boston and she grew up in a warehouse loft her parents were already warehouse lofting early enough that in the 70s she grew up in a Boston warehouse loft she she was the girl that once said to me you know uh, oh I was courting her I was trying to get her to be my girlfriend and she was like she said. First of all, one time she said, you are the last person I will ever date. And I was like,
0: okay. And well, then, depending on how you say that exactly, that can have lots of different meanings. It was pretty heavy. And then it's she like, said... It's, there's a difference between you're the last man in the world I would ever be near versus you will be my last. So I'm implying basically that you'll be together forever, forever.
1: Oh, I don't think she meant that. No, I, I don't either. Yeah. Uh, and she said, some, like her last boyfriend... Uh, before me was some guy that wore leather pants and rode his motorcycle up the stairs of her apartment building. And yeah, I know. Oh, she lived in San Francisco at the time. And she said to me, there was uh, the fateful day. We were sitting there and she said, listen, you're my best friend and and I'm never going to date you. So you need to stop trying to court me or we can't be friends anymore. Wow. And I said, you know what? I will stop trying to court you. I'm, uh, you know, I've been playful about it. It was like, I thought it was a a running joke, a fun thing where we were best friends, but I was like...
0: Oh, but it came across to her as like, ha ha, ha ha, wouldn't it be funny if we guessed right now? That kind of thing.
1: No, no. It was just gradually, like over time. Mm -hmm. It was always funny because it was, because she was so sarcastic. I was like, you know what? I don't even... I don't even think we should, I'm not like in love with you. I just think we should go out because it's so perfect. Look at us, we're together mm-hmm. all the time. We should just date one another. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, thanks. And I was like, yeah, all right. But I mean, seriously though. <laughs> and at a certain point she was like, you gotta uh, stop, you gotta stop mm-hmm. with that. And I was well, like, it's cool okay that
0: she wanted to save whatever it was you had though. That's kind of oh, nice. We're best friends. And I said,
1: okay, we're, you, you'll never hear another word. Was that difficult? She, no, because mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, And Hmm. she said, okay, good. And I was like, okay, good. Let's shake on it. And we shook on it. And she Mm -hmm. was like, okay, I got to go home. Will you walk me home? And I was like, yeah, I'll walk you home. I walked her home. She was like, come in for a second. I came in Mm -hmm. and she was like working in the kitchen and I was in her, you know, her office putting books on a shelf or something like that. And she came out and she was like, I want you to look at this. And I looked at something and then we looked at each other and we started kissing. Mm -hmm. And then we dated for two years.
0: But that's not on Wikipedia. That's not on Wikipedia. Not, there's like, not a name that fully, blah, blah, blah. there's not, there's not a name for what you had, or if I'm being honest, what you did there, that does not have a, probably a Wikipedia friendly name.
1: I was drunk then. Mm.
0: And so it was a drinking mm. crime. Okay. And in, in
1: 1962, we would have gotten married. We would have been married three months later. Right. 100%, yeah. And then you, now I would be able to talk about Ellen and it would just be easy. Everybody that listens to the show would know it's all about Ellen that John used to be married to for a while.
0: Yeah, Helen, you know, John's first hey, Ellen. wife. Yes. And then, of course,
1: my second wife would have been Laurel. We've talked about Laurel a lot. Ooh. I just don't know if I've ever even, you know, I I, was, I would have married Laurel in 95 and been married to her since, since until 99. You know, these are significant relationships and they're yes. not, no one will ever know. But my daughter will look at a photograph of Laurel and she'll be like, who's this girl?
0: And it's like, well, yeah. I don't know.
1: Dad, one of daddy's old girlfriends and she'll throw it in the, in the crusher. But if it was my first wife, maybe the, so I do, I want to, I want a Latter-day Saints this, I want to reverse a null. Yeah. I want to go back and have married them all. And I don't know why I swallowed a fly. Yeah. I don't know um, why I'd,
0: I couldn't do it then. I couldn't do it then, but now I wish I had. It's the lack of, it's not the, well, I can't speak for you, but it seems to me the, the most galling part of this is thinking about your legacy is that it's going to be hard for your kid to find out who you donked in the nineties.
1: It's not donk. No, no. It's the stories. The I want to tell the stories. I'm I want sorry. To, but yes. I, but you know, but it's, mm-hmm. but I can't, I, You can't tell the stories because. You can't make just, a woman like, get married uh, in retrospect. Right. I guess. I mean, I guess I would need their consent
0: to marry. I mean, that's a very Catholic church kind of thing. I was talking to my friend the other day about, uh, I was always in 10th grade when I first learned about, um, indulgences and I was so fascinated by the idea that to help build churches, you know, Rome decided it's like, Hey, it's a cool, if you want to go make it a sin, we'll forgive you ahead of time. You know, if we'll, you, you want to go, if you want to go donk the milkmaid, um, and you can pay us a hundred dollars in advance or lira or whatever. Mm-hmm. Bitcoin mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, Pope, coin. <laughs> and then, Pope coin, and then then you're allowed remember this indulgences, and it allows yes. you to sin this is such a bad idea, even if you're not a very doctrinal sort of person it's very upsetting that sin has a very special meaning, and so in in retrospect, to has to be forgiven of a sin is is this very important idea to, to say, can, can you just is it cool if I just sin and give you some money like I'll right. bet that's a very Catholic church thing you could probably get reverse old. At a certain point in the Holy Roman Empire.
1: I wonder if I I can to Catholicism. No, I think it's a, I think, I think, I think the the Mormons already do this, right? They baptize people who are already dead in order, in order that, because if, if my ancestor wasn't baptized, then I'm not going to meet them in heaven, but I can go do it in, in reverse. Now I'm, I don't know that much about this, but I'm pretty sure this is one of the perks. Mm Mm-hmm. But I do feel like I would have to. I would have to send some emails that were like, "Hey, uh, Land Cruiser guy moved on, and uh, do you want to hang oh, out?" J- just also? to say,
0: like, "Oh, well, by the way, heads
1: up, we're married now." Yeah, or do you want to have been married in the nineties? Okay. And I think there are going to be a couple of of those people that are like, "Ha ha ha! Sure, why not?" Mm-hmm. And there are going to be a couple that are like, "Go fuck yourself." Mm-hmm. Go fuck. Oh, if you want to know who Ellen is. Uh, in the liner notes of the first Long Winter's record, she's the one that wrote the letter that has the Delicious little artist one. No, yeah, the little hand cut out "Go fuck yourself" ticket that's oh, pinned, wow. pinned to the letter. That's Ellen. Wow, and that's that's a letter that only an ex-wife could write. Yeah, she right? just doesn't know it yet. She just doesn't. Uh, she didn't know that. But I, but I think if I if I wrote her now and she said, she might be relieved. John, could we have If been she mar- finds out she's reversing old to you, yeah. she might be relieved reverse married and then annulled it's well, possible I'm just saying like
0: if, a, if an annulment i'm trying to follow my own tortured metaphor but if an annulment is a way of saying this marriage doesn't exist because it never existed what if you're saying is this marriage exists because it's always existed what if this marriage was always we've always lived it, in the castle you know what it's i'm saying
1: always existed but what that means is that there's also a phantom divorce that happened a phantom divorce, right? Because yeah, the,
0: because there also would have existed a oh, divorce. Oh, you're saying you okay, 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 right. okay. This right? is going to be one of those. There's a there's a thing. I'm I'm always searching for a phrase, and I'm always using this phrase. I do know incorrectly performative statement. So I, right. what I what I need what what I want is a phrase yeah. that says you just said something to me that has much more of an implication that I do something. Right? You're, if you want me to perform something, a true performative statement in English language is that there are some kinds of things that become real because someone said it. I now mm-hmm. pronounce you man and wife, for example, a little right. on the nose here, is a performative statement. I sentence you to, to you know this much community service is a performative statement. So right. if I understand correctly... You don't want to just have, you're not trying to pile up wives, Latter-day Saints style. No, well, no. you do want a way to retroactively have been married to somebody for the period of time when you were together. Yes,
1: because we were effectively married. Okay. In a, in a, it's like in, a GRE for, for the human heart. Yeah, like if Shel Silverstein can yeah. call those marriages, if yeah. Lee Marvin can call them marriages. Well, you he know, didn't want
0: to do that, but yeah. No,
1: no, no, but Chris, he's more like me. Lee and I have a lot in common.
0: Lee and, and in me. fact, I, mm-hmm. I, I
1: think there was a, yeah, 20, 20 Lee and me. Oh, that's pretty. He was in the dirty dozen memory serves. I feel like one of those websites told me I was related to Lee Marvin. And when I heard, when okay, I heard, now you're that... just torturing it.
0: 23 and Lee full comedy points for 23 and Lee. <laughs> it is the service where we take a very small like Elizabeth holmes size capsule of blood, and then we send you a letter to let you know whether or not you're related to Lee Marvin.
1: <laughs> that's all. That's all, that's all it does. It's, it's just a one-note it app.
0: It's just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they could put it on a postcard. Yes, you're related are you, to Lee Marvin.
1: Are you or are you not related mm-hmm. to Lee Marvin? It's a one-time <laughs> app. and then it, you know, But if you, you want to find from out from more, phone. like
0: how related, <laughs> where related, why related, yeah. and like to Lee Marvin? You know Second what I cousin mean?
1: wants removed. Well, that's you know what mm-hmm. that's a that's an in-app purchase. That's a two ninety nine in-app. We well, could
0: also go to uh, uh, to Trivago. <laughs> Where you find out if you're <laughs> related to the new show. That's not even a joke. I, I, you I see. Know, you should do that. You can start your own religion, or you know, get a good lawyer.
1: No, I think the sh- I think the ship has sailed, and I don't oh. know. I don't know what to, I was, so I was having lunch with the, with the rock musician friend the other day uh-huh. and I said, you know, the problem is I want to write the book. I want to write the book. It's not one of those the, rock the Europe, books. The like, Europe book. No, no, not that one. Oh. I, I'm actually working on that one, by I the know, way. I know, I know. you got the captain comes helping you. You he told us. Um, but no, the book about, you know, there's up and down with the Rolling Stones or whatever. There are a lot of books about, there's Bob Dylan's Chronicles where you read the book because you're like, Bob Dylan wrote a book. I want to read the story. But then there are the, the other books, the rock books, where you don't necessarily know the writer that well. You know, uh-huh. it's it's not like, oh, I'm a huge fan of this artist, but I'm going to read this because a rock biography is interesting uh, uh, in and of itself. The genre is interesting. It's like are, a detective. Would you
0: include stuff like uh, Our Band Could Be Your Life? Like... Sort of like, or are you talking in particular about like Albert Goldman's Elvis biography?
1: No, I'm talking about like, okay, I was in the rock music business and the and the you know I was like a like a fly a, on the wall type situation, fly on the wall for a oh, lot Lord. of things, right? Okay. And and right. and then when I when I pivoted to uh, whatever that was that I did for the last ten years, I was a fly on the wall for a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. And so writing it all down, plus all of my my own personal experiences, you know what, it, it, it becomes the story of, in some ways, the end of the music business, but also the rise of the, of like all oh, the internet DIY business. business. And, and then well, and, and you were, you first, were there like, when
0: people started communicating
1: too much. I was, I was, you know, Holy I was, shit. the I was the, we were the Western state hurricanes were the last band to make a demo tape. Everybody mm-hmm. else was everybody with the guy
0: was, from built to spill. It was all, it was all demo CDs. I know, his name. I know this. I know this. Go ahead, it's, go uh, ahead. Go ahead I can it. do this. I can do this. Cause at the end of nothing wrong with love, they make a jokey trailer and mm-hmm. uh, they talk about hit you what? in the head, hit, hit you in the no. head, hit you in the head. I know this. God damn it. What's his name? I'm not going to say it. Oh, I'm fuck me gently. Cause he's, it's, Cause he's
1: mad at me. He's, he's mad at me about something. He still has your tapes. I'm not gonna. No, I got the tapes back. No, okay. but he's mad at me about something else. He's mad at me about.
0: Something All right. Else. Well, placeholder here. Something
1: about but band of horses. I got. I don't ride. Oh no!
0: What? Again with the horses.
1: Yeah, band of horses. They keep coming up. Ugh. Okay. But 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 my but my point is, I said to my friend, I was like, I want to write this book, but the thing is, I don't know if everybody wants me to tell the story because it's not one of these like, is this my story to tell? Mm. In some ways. Like, like the relationship between you're the fly, I'm the fly, right? So Mm -hmm. nobody's ever going to write the story of Deathcap for Cutie if I Hmm. don't, because they're not going to. Okay. And anything, and any other story would be a fan story where it was like, here's the greatest band ever, but there was nobody else that was standing right in the middle of that band that wasn't in the band, and yet I have to go and say. I'm going to write this story and you might not like everything in it.
0: Maybe you'll get one book done if you work on two. Hey. I mean, that was, uh, there's no reason to stop there. Do you,
1: do you remember when I, when I, I read that interview with, uh, with the guy from, mm-hmm. uh, from Moneyball and he was like, yeah, I've got so many projects. I just work on one for a week. And then oh, work- that guy's a monster. He's, he's, he's incredible. He's always yeah, working on something. He's working yeah, yeah, on yeah. something. Maybe that's me. Maybe I'm writing a book that's going to piss off all my rock friends. Uh-huh. And I'm going to write a book
0: over here. Yep. You know, this one says no soup. There's a reason people swap flies, John. He's got a fly fl- on the wall? Well, maybe, maybe I should take him out because he's going to have things to say about the dissolution of my band. And I just want to say also in passing. It's just yeah. a name you mentioned a little bit ago, a name with a name in it. That's another instance of where there was maybe a little bit of a disparity in the power structure, right? Hmm. So you marry somebody and then they turn into, let's say a TV star, and then maybe things get a little bit complicated. Right, right. Do you follow? Now, no, I, don't I don't know if you cover that, your fly on the wall book but about that's cat for cutie, but you never right. know, no. flies well, got a lot of eyes, Eye, flies wiki- eyes. The Wikipedia for that book is gonna have a
1: lot of blue names.
0: Oh, and it might cover your uh, your uh, your reverse annulment uh, sister wives.
1: Well, so, but you know, but those are gonna <laughs> be red you names. just print
0: out a PDF. Those and are going to all be red names
1: because I never married a, a TV star, right? They're all going to be names where not, you click on it. It's like it's more yet, information not. needed.
0: For, well, okay, but let's take this in, in the Charles Fambadorean style. Maybe you just haven't married a TV actress yet, either in the mm-hmm. future, quote unquote, future or quote unquote, unquote, past. Mm, thank you. But that thank could change. I'm trying like this. That. I think you could make some serious. Well, obviously, you're going to be a huge author. I've always said you're going to be the Charles Nelson Riley of our time. And thank what you. I'm here to say today. Not the Bruce Vilanch. Stop saying that. But yeah, what, what's going to happen? That. No. But you, you could do punch up, right? But sure. but also, but but I mean, think about the bank. You, I don't want to make this, you know, mercantile. No. Nope, but nope. think of the bank you could make if you invented the the reverse annulment. I, well, I partly I want to do the
1: favor to all the people out uh-huh. there who are like, I really want to Google Millennium Girlfriend but i don't want to be a creep merlin tells me all the time not to be a creep Yeah,
0: don't do that just stay off the internet stay and off I, google and i don't but google i want things. to know Ugh.
1: but but if i had married her then it would be in the record they wouldn't have to feel like a creep there'd probably be a link and it would just be ex wife because I there's something instead about mark
0: mcfly disappearing from the photo new children would start appearing in boom. old photos boom. there you go boom right you because used to i sports almanac and a reason to live i would have had a baby with every one of them and those
1: babies are Sorry. out there and they're Those making po- ba- babies, making babies. Those potential babies have already been making babies, and that's a whole ghost family. I don't. You've got just overlooked zygotes out there, just doing nothing right now. Think about that.
0: Think I about have. that.
1: You can go back in time and bring a and bring a great great grandparent into heaven with you by reverse baptizing them. Yes. What about all the babies that? What about my huge extended family oh. that is just in the potentiality? It's just right. out there. It's alternate universe extra family. They're out like there. Like I, I miss them.
0: Yes. I, I never even met them, and I miss them. Think about the codachrome of of them. Yeah. The, so, but think about all the possibilities that I'm not going to say won't happen, but aren't happening. What is it going to take to activate these babies?
1: That's the thing. My my kid with Ellen would have been twenty eight years old right now. They would have their <laughs> own fans. They'd be a what lawyer. What a terrible age for
0: a job. <laughs> you know? Hey man, I oh, know. turns out I'm your uh, totally your son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice to meet you, Tyler. Hey, Tyler.
1: <laughs> no, I would never have named a child Tyler in nineteen ninety. It's 1993. not up to you. It's not up to it you. It's not up to you. You found out about been. the
0: baby later. Baby's been Tyler for twenty seven years. Saying, I see what you're saying. Altering. I don't you. know. I don't know how. The, that's your. It's your.
1: Revolution. Ellen would not have named a child Tyler. She would have named the baby would have been named Ezekiel or something. Or or, oh. or
0: or you know, like Herman. A Bible name like Jason. Yeah. She okay.
1: yeah, no, she would have had some some Boston name. She would have had some motorcycle up the oh, stairs. Oh, like Colin. Like, oh. Ugh. Have to be Colin.
0: Now is this gonna apply for him too? Is he gonna have retroactive babies too? No, 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 no. He's Colin's done what he's done. Yeah,
1: he he knows you know, what he did. He basically married his high school sweetheart, and they oh. and they you know and does they, she
0: know that? She knows that, right? I think so. Yeah, they've okay. got
1: they've got two lovely children. They live Col- on a Col- farm. Colin,
0: go- Colin Malloy, huh? whom I introduced myself to in a bar, and that yeah. did not go well. No, I was I, I was full on. That. I was full on. This sounds like a guided by voices record. Full full on Barney Gumble that night. Right. I didn't when, know I friend John. When, when, <laughs> And when I was go- in a bar in Portland and calling the lawyers there. And I actually said, Hi. Hey. <laughs> 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 I was one the most settled you can talk about Grand American Music Hall. <laughs> 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 hey, Carl Newman, I'll be
1: there.
0: having babies.